Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 1-9-2020, the semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot and written by James O'Connor. 76% of Japan console sales in 2019 were for Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch had a big 2019, having recently surpassed 41.67 million worldwide sales, including 2 million Switch lights sold in the first 11 days on sale. Now, thanks to charts provided by Famitsu, we can see just how well the Switch did in Japan in 2019 compared to all other consoles. These, stati- these statistics come from French Twitter user Oscar Lemaire and have been translated by DualShockers. They show that the Switch sold 4.493 million units in Japan last year, up 29% from 2018, which accounts for 76% of console sales in the country for the year. The Switch's total sales in Japan are now up to 11.383 million. Nintendo also sold 191,173 3DS units in the country during 2019, which means sales of Nintendo's aging clamshell handheld were down 66%. Later in the same Twitter thread, Lemaire says that this was Nintendo's best year in, in the entire period Famitsu has tracked, from 1999 until 2019, with the PlayStation 4, 3DS, Vita, and Xbox One all being at the end or past the end of their life cycles. It's likely that the Nintendo Switch will dominate most of 2022. I mean, that is until we get the new consoles coming in, but most of I mean, those are going to be, what, later, probably holiday season. We're going to see them at E3. They're probably going to release holidays, what, September? September, November, December, one of those, you know, three months. So who knows? But Nintendo is dominating the console sales at the moment. Second is from GameSpot and written by Matt Elfring. FX Boss gives Why the Last Man TV show update. The road to get the Why the Last Man comic by Brian K. Vaughn and Pai Guerra made into a live action series has been a rocky one. First, it was in the works as a movie and now it's a TV show that has gone through a few showrunners. During the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour, more information about the upcoming series has come to light. During the FX presentation of the TCAs, John Landgraf, chairman or, or F, chairman of FX Networks and FX Productions, spoke about the series. In his pre-production, Landgraf explained, Eliza Clark is the running that sh- or is running that show with Brad Simpson and Nina Jacobson. We've seen five or six scripts now. That's all I can say. We haven't scheduled because it hasn't gone into production yet. We changed showrunners and did a big sort of reboot on it, and so that was a big redevelopment, but that seems to be going well. One of the biggest criticisms from fans of the upcoming series is the change in the name. While the comic is titled Why the Last Man, the working title of the FX series has been simply Why. However, that could change in the future. It's informally called Why, but we have not gone through the process of figuring out exactly how to market it, Landgraf said. And third is from GameSpot and written by Steve Watts. Hearthstone Descent of Dragons Bringing Back the Solo Adventure. Hearthstone is closing out the Year of the Dragon by bringing back a mode that's been dormant for years, Gallic Rounds or Gallic Rons Awakening. The single-player component for the recent Descent of Dragons expansion will askew the trend of dynamic dungeon run events and instead introduce the solo adventure since or solo adventure since 2016. And that means a new mini batch of cards to collect. The event will release in installments on a weekly basis starting on January 21st, and each will include two separate campaign chapters. One in which you play as the League of Evil, attempting to resurrect Galakron, or Gal- yeah, Galakron. I keep messing that up. I feel like I do, but I'm not. Whatever. And another where you play as a heroic League of Explorers, trying to stop them. 
In the process of working your way through the chapters, you'll earn 35 new collectible cards, injecting some new ones into the meta mid-season. The last solo adventure was One Night in Karagzan in 2016, but this one will work a little differently. The default difficulty will have you take on bosses with pre-built decks, while the much harder heroic difficulty will let you use your own card collection to build a deck that's up to the challenge. In the first installment, Battle of the Frozen Coast, the evil side will be free for all players and add four new cards. The League of Explorers portion will be available separately for $7 or 700 in-game gold and will add seven new cards. The other three installments will cost the same price for both chapters combined and include eight new cards each. Or you can purchase it all as a bundle for $20 and pre-purchasing that option will also get you a golden classic pack. So there you go, you Hearthstone nerds. You want in on that trading card, digital action, then get in on it. Fourth and last is from GameSpot and written by Kevin Nezevic. It's a long one because we are going to go over that juicy Pokemon Direct recap. Once again, Kevin Nezevic from GameSpot. Nintendo's first video presentation of the year was a Pokemon-focused Direct. The broadcast packed a lot of new information into the 20-minute stream with the details on more monsters coming to Pokemon Sword and Shield, a release date for the cloud-based storage Pokemon Home, and a surprise remake of a classic roguelike. The big news of the day was the announcement of an expansion pass for Pokemon Sword and Shield, which will add two huge new regions, tons of new Pokemon, and lots of customization options. The Isle of Armor expansion is coming in June, and the Crown Tundra will follow this fall, though the studio showed lots of old returning Pokemon and concept art for tons of new Pokemon and Gigantamax forms. It teased only three new monsters by name, but you won't have to wait until June to start sampling the new content. A free update for Sword and Shield available today lets you get a small taste of the expansions. You can visit a train station to encounter your version's new rival, the Poison-type Clara for Sword players, or the Psychic-type Avery for Shield players. You can also find a Galarian Slowpoke and try to catch it. Items in the two expansions will let it evolve into a Slowbro and Slowkeen, respectively. The Crown Tundra expansion will also allow you to explore Pokemon Dens with a new co-op element, and you can catch both new and classic legendary Pokemon this way. The expansion pass costs $30 and will be available for purchase today. Purchasing the pass will also get you a bonus Pikachu and Eevee uniform via a download code that can be redeemed in your mystery gifts. Next, the cloud storage service Pokemon Home has been a long time coming, and Nintendo and the Pokemon Company have finally put a date on it. The feature will be coming in February 2020 and will let you store monsters from Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and Pokemon Sword and Shield. You'll also be able to transfer your monsters from Pokemon Bank on 3DS to home, and then they'll be available in Sword and Shield if they appear in the Galar Pokedex. That's the important part. They gotta appear in that Galar Pokedex. The presentation also announced Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That is a mouthful. The remake of the 20 or 2006 game's Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team has enhanced visuals and combines the two releases into one. The game is coming on March 6th, but a demo is available now that can transfer save data to the full game. This is insanely awesome. This is great. A lot of really amazing Pokemon news. I know Tommy and George are super excited about it. If you're a Pokemon fan, this is huge news to be excited about. And congratulations on getting a lot of new content. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor. That's the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.